0: Visiting with our Chap of the Week, senior captain and running back, Nakia Watson. And Nakia just kind of got back from a, a really nice trip. The hoodie looks good. How was your first game ever in Madison, Wisconsin? Because you already got a bucket list. That's one of my bucket lists as a sports fan. Go to Wisconsin and watch a football game. How was Madison? Uh, it was
1: fun. Um, the the coaches were real nice. Uh, the players, I mean, like they took not only me, but Braden took us in. I mean, the game, the game was crazy. It holds 80,000 people and 80,000 people physically make the stadium shake on a jump around it was a real nice place.
0: So you've been to college games before but you've never been in that atmosphere before. What did it make you feel like? Here at home it's a pretty good atmosphere. I mean I'm, I doubt most of those people have 10,000 folks getting loud and, and, and cheering you on here at home but 80,000 you're not even there yet. You're not even experiencing that as a player but how did it feel on the field? It, feel, it
1: felt good like it gave me goosebumps and I was like it got me a little nervous but after after a while
0: it was just like, like I'm going to be playing in front of these people for the next four years. Like you might Coach Dodge always talks about what he looks for in leadership, how he appreciates guys that just put in the work and put in the time and don't really make it about themselves. And you don't find that very often. And it's funny, after two years and even some in the spring, you know, before you started last year, he said, you know, watch number 25. He's an old soul. He, he plays like he's 35 years old and has been in the nfl for 12 years and just understands the grind do you have anything that says i've got this ability god gave me this ability i'm going to do it with what i can but it's not about me it's about other people and and i feel like that's the vibe you send out is that the vibe that you're trying to send out or is it just you being you
1: uh honestly it's just me being me i've never been like a like an individual player i've always been a team player like i always bring other people up i I mean, you know, I really don't talk. So, like, I don't really get on other people. Like, I just feel like getting on someone wouldn't
0: help. Like, just bring them up. So, like, I've always been a team player. That's just me. But you know what happens with guys who are quiet? The second you speak, everybody's paying attention. And that's one thing that Coach Dodge and Coach Murdoch and and Coach Salazar, they said. you know, he doesn't talk a lot, but when he speaks, it's generally important. What are some of the things that you said to the team or in your moment where you've decided that hey i need to say something as a captain of this football team but what are some of the things that you've said in in your time here as a senior leader i've
1: always told the team not to panic don't worry about what everyone else says like it's, it's just us nobody else when uh, like when we're in this field house don't worry about anyone else it's just us all 80 something or
0: 90 something players in here i like that because that hasn't been the case in years past you had an opportunity to play against Lake Travis, something that you did not get to do last year except in the playoff game. And then playoff game was kind of all over the place because of injuries and, and whatnot. But I feel like this year is a little bit more normal, and you got a chance to play. Take us through your experience because that's 30 carries and 150 yards the hard way, and, and that's coming off back-to-back games where you put in 30 carries, and you got a chance to impose your will. How did it feel playing in that game finally in the regular season?
1: I feel good. Um, I mean, I knew my te- uh, the team had my back. I mean, it did, I mean, uh, it was crazy just knowing that
0: like I was finally able to play in this game. I knew I came to do what I needed to do. The one-yard touchdown runs are probably the ones that I always say. You know, the highlights don't necessarily mean as much when it's just from one yard out. But the one-yard out touchdown run to take the lead with just over three and a half minutes to play. I saw a little extra from you getting into that end zone. You guys were fired up. What did that feel like? It,
1: it, I mean, it feels amazing. Just, just, like, even though it was a one touchdown, a one-yard touchdown, I knew, like, I had to get into a touchdown in order for us to win this game. So, like, to know that my team, my, my teammates fought for me on that play, like, they gave it everything they had. I gave it everything I had. Like, for
0: me to get in that touchdown, like, it, it felt good. You're best buddies with Braden Cassidy, and you mentioned you guys go – to wisconsin together and enjoy that trip it's not often you, you look at a football team and say you know the defensive line and the running back those two dudes are going to be best friends and it's unique but talk about your friendship with the guys that are are nasty on the other side of the ball
1: uh, my friendship with them i mean we have rivalry in practice and we talk we talk smack to each other all the time but we know it's just like all out of love like in the locker room we're like ah oh, like you know it's just playing right and like with brayden like Braden, me and Braden try to outwork each other all the time. Weight room,
0: uh, on the field, we race all the time. Like, I mean, what just- did what did you think when he tried? To hug the referee at the end of the game, you know, Nakia normally just hands the ball back, and you know he's acts like he's been there before. But then on that measurement, everybody was so excited, and the first thing Braden wanted to do at you know six three, two hundred forty pounds, is give the ref a hug, and he he shut him down, man. How did how did that? How did, did you give him any? Did you give me trash for that? Uh,
1: no, I didn't actually. I just I just thought it was real funny. I was just like, why'd you do that? Like was it, like
0: it. Was, I just thought it was funny. I always talk to backs like you who have an opportunity to inflict some damage when you run. You're not the norm that six foot two hundred and thirty pounds, you're you're kind of what I call an every down back, a guy that doesn't have to come off the field. Everybody wants to talk about touchdowns, everybody wants to talk about big runs. I like to talk about pass protection. And there was a play earlier this year where you drop back into pass protection to protect your quarterback and you absolutely de-cleated a guy. Now it was a negative play and that's what Coach Dodge was talking about, but we replay it on the on the board. What does that mean to you to be that last line of defense for taylor in a pass play you it looks like you enjoy pass protection
1: i mean me being the last line of defense i mean i mean it feels nice because like sometimes like the offensive lineman always call the running backs extension to the o-line so for me to be the last line of defense i mean it feels good sometimes i'm able to chill sometimes i'm not but sometimes i'm not able to chill i mean i know i
0: don't get that opportunity every play so the times i'm not able to chill. i just try my hardest i try my hardest to block and i so I had a moment a few weeks ago in the training room and I had you and Isaiah Foz and I had Steven Kreider in here as a chap of the week. The running back room is a really different type of place with three really different dudes. You know, you've got you, the quiet one, then you've got Foz, who is, you know, maybe a little bit louder than you, and then you got Steven, who is all over the place. Right. Talk about the Westlake running back room.
1: Oh, uh, The Westlake, run- I mean, it's like, it's not really, like, weird. Everyone's different, so it's like we got me, like you said, the quiet one, Isaiah, more of, like, the loud, talkative one, then it's Crater, outgoing, then we have, like, just a fi- like a fi- I have one running back, Agar, and it's is funny, with Mitchell. Mitchell's just like, I'm just there. And like, <laughs> Fabio is like the, he's just always like, he's like the jokester of the group. So like, for all of us to be in the same room, it's just
0: like, Coach Wiesinger's like like every time we do something he's just like, I don't know, you just gotta see it. That like, sounds like you all have fun and that's a lot of people forget that, you know, you're not pros, you're not in college yet, but there's a lot of attention that, that that comes to you. What I see that's different, and I'll tell you what Coach Salazar said here in this room before the Bowie game, he said generally your best players set the tone for how the team acts. The fact that you know when it's time to joke around, when it's time to keep it loose. And I actually see it, and I think a lot of people might miss it, but some people might pay attention a little bit closer to detail. There is a moment where you flip a switch. There's a moment where Nakia Watson can have a good time and smile and 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 be just a another member of the team. And then there's what I like to call when you get into business mode. I look at it, I've seen it happen during games, where you just kind of make a decision, you get in the huddle and the offensive line says, Here we go. I'd like for you to explain that mental preparation works for you when you go from having fun and working hard during practice to strapping that chin strap a little tighter and lower in the head and, and getting to work
1: just like on a regular day base like I'm a jokester like you probably wouldn't seem like because I don't talk a lot but like I crack a lot of jokes and I know on game day like put the jokes away like coach Weiss always tells us are you gonna remember those jokes that you were cracking in practice or are you gonna remember this loss you remember the loss before you remember a joke so like I know on game day like you gotta flip the switch and just put on your game face uh I told the offensive linemen just be violent be physical and like
0: I'll take care from there offensive linemen are crazy they're also the most intelligent dudes on the field and I kind of look at that relationship between offensive line and running back they call you the extension you rely on them so much more than people realize and I think you give a lot of love to them who's the craziest one up there (laughs) I would say Garrett Garrett Aylor is probably the craziest lineman I've ever seen I mean, we saw how physical the Cedar Park scrimmage got. But what are some of the things that he does that just kind of like back you up a little bit? I feel
1: like when Garrett gets mad, like just just let him be. Like just stay out of his way, because like if you try to like calm him down, like you trying to talk over Garrett, it's just not gonna work. Other than that, he's a pretty he's chill
0: he's a chill dude. Would you be a good linebacker? Yeah, I feel like I, I feel like I'd be good at any position. Is there any kind of moment that says, hey? maybe I just get one defensive snap, maybe just in practice at, at some point in time, just say, hey, maybe go over to David Dickerson or Jake Ellinger and say, let me let me take this one. Do you ever get that kind of urge to play defense every now and then?
1: Yeah, always. Sometimes I just, I want to deliver the hit instead of like being hit. I always ask Coach Munn and Coach are like, can I play defense? And like, maybe on goal line. So when you do goal line, I'm like, can I do it now? I'm like, no, the head said no. Well, like when they say the head, they're talking about Coach Dodge. Yeah. so i have to like, know the head said no, so you can. I'm just like, all right. Me and Jake Ellinger, always joke around like oh like let's
0: switch one day and see what the coaches do but we all know yeah like they won't notice (laughs) final thought i i look at what you have coach dodge calls it kind of like a blue collar lunch pail mentality selflessness hey we're going to work today and we don't have to look good doing it as long as we get it done and i think that kind of embodies the way you run the football it's like hey sometimes it's going to be nice and sometimes it's not going to be nice Four yards is four yards, and seventy-eight yards is seventy-eight yards. Whatever happens, happens. But I look at what you have the opportunity to do, and I always think about what is a guy like Nikia Watson thinking right before a game. What's he doing? What's what's he doing to get prepared to play football on a Friday night? I just I just tell myself like like
1: you got this. Like you'll be all right. Don't panic. Just do what you do best. Don't overthink anything. Cause I feel like if you overthink something, then that's when things start going wrong. So like just just do you and just. Like when you get the ball, just find a hole, and when you find a hole, just hit it as
0: fast as you can. So the name of this SHAPcast is Don't Overthink It with Nikia Watson. Right. Thanks so much for doing this, man. Good luck with the rest of the way. Thank you.